Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Six o'clock, good morning. The Etugreni Municipality and the South African Taxi Council have come to an agreement after a day of violent protests in the Durban CBD and surrounding areas yesterday. Santaco KwaZulu-Natal Secretary Yusuf Khalifa says taxis will be back on the road today. Now, hundreds of taxi operators forcefully removed commuters from taxis and stoned municipal buses carrying commuters yesterday. Santaco has called the strike to protest the enforcement of the taxi permit system. Kaliva says they also demanded that the municipality release more than 300 taxis they impounded. Whatever issues that we had will be taken care of and the vehicles will be released. As a result, the vehicles will be back to normal. Further negotiations will take place moving forward as to say how we will will begin to engage with them. And the state prosecutor and the defense team are expected to wrap up their closing arguments in Christopher Panayotu's bail application in the Port Elizabeth Magistrates Court today. It will probably take a few days before Magistrate Abigail Beaton delivers her ruling. Panayotu is accused of being the mastermind behind his wife Jade's abduction and murder. Jade Lipolsa has the details. The state opposes Bill because they reckon he is a flight risk for not declaring that he applied for a Cypriot passport and has dual citizenship. Also, that any other shareholder can take care of his businesses. State Prosecutor Maria Standers says the appalling conditions in St. Albans Prison's communal cells do not affect him as he is in a single cell. It was also stated that he wiped out information on his own cell phone and that of his mistress to spare his family the detail of the extramarital affair with an employee. Advocate Terry Price for Paniotu is convinced he will be granted bail. In other news now, National Assembly House Chairperson Toko Didiza has pledged to probe an alleged threat of violence and swearing by Deputy Trade and Industry Minister Mzwandile Masina during yesterday's debate on President Jacob Zuma's budget vote. Didiza says she did not hear Masina, but admitted this is a serious allegation affecting the decorum of the House. DA Chief Whip John Stearnhason and DA MP Diane Kola Barnard made the accusation to Didiza who was acting as a speaker, and Masina then denied it. It is unacceptable, and I would ask that he withdraws though. Madam Speaker, I also watched him say exactly those words. It's exactly what I was rising on. I absolutely watched him say that. Foul language. Order. I didn't say it. I must continue. Order. International news now. Torrential rains have killed at least eight people in the U.S. states of Texas and Oklahoma, including two in Houston. Flooding in the fourth most populous American city has turned streets into rivers and led about a thousand calls for help. Now, numerous people are missing in Texas and other southeastern states after floods and tornadoes battered them over the past weekend. And wrapping up, Nigerian President-elect Mohamedou Buhari has to face the challenge of restoring the country's economic stability after his inauguration on Friday. The Nigerian economy, Africa's biggest, has been badly hit by fuel shortages over the last few weeks. Fuel suppliers are only being slowly restored after a deal was reached this week between the Abuja government and oil marketers who said they had been paid in full. Here's the Nigerian Senate. 
Senator Naruddin Abatangi Usman, and he is excited about the inauguration. I dare say that um, um, the coming of Muhammad Buhari comes with a lot of hope, a lot of expectation, not only for Nigerians, but indeed the rest of the world. That's the news at 6, your top story this hour. The Etiquini Municipality and the South African Taxi Council Santaco have come to an agreement after a day of violent protests in the Durban CBD and surrounding areas yesterday. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. Headlines at 6.30. It's now time for news break.